0: welcome back to episode 18 of brave and boss the podcast today i'm talking about the never before told secret about email lists and i cannot wait to dish it with you let's dig in welcome to brave and boss a podcast for the purpose-driven founder who wants to grow their e-commerce business I'm your host, Christy Sumer. I'm the CEO and founder of The Ethical Fashion Line Encircled, a conscious business coach, and passionate about helping you break through your limits and build a brand that matters. Let's do this. Hello, thank you for joining me again at Brave and the Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Sumer, the founder and CEO of Encircled and the host of the podcast. I'm excited to share with you today the never before told secret about email lists. And this one is a juicy one. So firstly, I want to talk a little bit about email. I talk about it a lot on the podcast. There's a lot of great episodes where I've talked about the importance of email and how you can use it better in your business. The reality is that 99% of people check email daily. Think about that. People are in their email daily and there's a lot of people, I think it's more than 60% that check their email every hour. So email is still really heavily used, even though people would like to think that social media is it. Email is definitely a go-to for marketers still. And one fact that I want to serve up before I talk about this never before told secret about email lists is that marketers who use segmented campaigns, so who target a campaign, an email campaign to a specific segment or group of people see as much as a 760% increase in revenue. So what that's basically saying is the more targeted, the better. And what I'm going to tell you today about email lists, I think is really critical. I often do chats with other brands where I talk about collaborating and people always ask me, how big is your list? And it feels really personal. Like it's not like they're even asking how much money we make, but they're asking how many email subscribers we have. And I always feel super weird about it. Like I want to make it look bigger because I mean, I don't want to look like a loser who only has like you know, a couple hundred email subscribers, that would be really uncool. Um, and the reality is in encircled. We do not. We have thousands and thousands and thousands of email subscribers. But the one thing I'm going to tell you about, and this is the never before told secret about email lists, is that bigger is not better. And I stand by this 2,000%. A bigger list is not a better list they are not the same. You can have a big email list that is great, but you can also have quite often a big email list that is useless and has a lot of dead subscribers. So in this case, less can actually be more when it comes to email because in email engagement really matters. Whether or not people are opening your emails, whether or not they're clicking through on your emails, And the quality of your content is super important. So you want people engaging with your content, opening your emails, clicking through. And if they're not, then what happens is that Gmail and other email providers start to see that you're email newsletter isn't engaged with, and it's not that great of a content because people aren't engaging with it. And they start dropping it into different inboxes, maybe spam, or maybe it starts going into the promotions tab or maybe somewhere else. And that will impact your deliverability, which is essentially like how how much you get into the primary inbox. And that will take away the opportunity for you to speak to your core fans Because all you're focused on is building this gigantic list of people. So really the approach here is less is more. The other thing I want to say too, that can impact you when having a big list, if you have a big list with dead subscribers, you're paying for those subscribers. Now, if you have a list of under a thousand contacts on MailChimp, I think it's free However, once you get over that, every group of incremental subscribers cost you money. I'm not exactly sure what the tiers are with MailChimp. We're actually in the process and circle to switching to Klaviyo. And I can tell you they do cost money. So we just went up a tier on MailChimp because we're maintaining three email accounts right now, which is insane. Um, and we went up a tier and it cost us an additional $80 a month. So it can start to really add up. And yes, it does generate revenue. But if you're paying for people who aren't buying from you anyways, that's wasted money in my opinion. So I think you want more people on your list that are engaged with your content and less dead subscribers. I do also think that when it comes to email, bigger is not better in terms of list size because you want to be creating content for an email list that really cares about your content. I think this is super important and sometimes undervalued when this discussion comes up. If you're just like sending emails to people who got on your list through like some random contest, or maybe you bought the list, which is sometimes illegal, depending on where you are, um, you're sending content to people who aren't interested at all. And not only are you wasting their inbox time, but you're wasting your own time in creating this content and you're doing it a disservice, as I mentioned before, because it may not even be seen by people who are on your list because you have all those dead subscribers on your list that aren't interacting with your content. So wouldn't you rather be writing content for people who really care about your content and people who love your content so much that they'll hit reply to your email newsletter doesn't that sound like a dream world? It sounds amazing to me. And I'll say I'm fully 100% guilty of not doing a great job of removing subscribers who aren't in- interacted in our content. However, I've had to do this lately because we're switching email providers, as I mentioned. And part of what you do when you switch an email provider is you can't all of a sudden just start emailing your entire list because it looks like you're a spammer. So it's very important to warm up your list from the new subscribe, um, from the new email provider, and then slowly start to open up your emails from like 30 days targeting segments of emails who have engaged in 30 days to 60 days, to 90 days, to 120 days, because um, you need to get those open rates up so that the email provider doesn't think you are some spam bot who's moved over because that's what a lot of them apparently do is they flip between different email platforms. So I think it's super important to do a list cleanse, to focus on quality over quantity when it comes to your list. And I've tried to do a list cleanse in the past with MailChimp. It wasn't super successful. And part of it, I think, is MailChimp's fault because they don't have, sometimes their segments, I think, get a little bit messed up. But what you want to do is like look at people who haven't engaged with an email. And like let's say you're sending out an email once a week you probably want to take people at least like 60 days, if not 30 days, who haven't opened an email. So if somebody hasn't opened an email in four weeks from you, that's kind of crazy. Unless they're on some weird sabbatical, they're probably not super interested in your content. So you can unsubscribe those people, or you can send them an email and ask them to unsubscribe themselves. Um, The one caveat with that, I would say, is doing that, you have to be very careful with the wording. I think I would tell them that you're unsubscribing them versus asking them to do it because it may flag your list for spam. So instead of sending like an email for an email cleanse, if you want to get rid of some subscribers who are not interested, chances are, A, they won't even see this email anyways, but you send them a, a little note in MailChimp or whatever email provider you're using and say, hey, I haven't heard from you in a while. I'm just wondering if you're still into this content. If you want to stay on this list, great. Click on this email. If not, we're going to remove you from our list in the next like seven days um, and give them a timeline. And I've tried this with multiple emails and you start to see how low the open rates are when you send these campaigns. Like they're literally like below 5%. So that could drag down your entire list. So that's why it's super important to periodically go through and remove these people. I just did a big cleanse on um, my Brave and Boss email list because I had a lot of um old emails in there and people weren't opening them. And I just felt like, okay, I'd rather have like basically 60% of the list size, but people who are actually engaging and opening my emails. That's more important to me. So the other thing that I will say is when you have a lot of people who are subscribed to your email newsletter who aren't really interested in your content, it can negatively affect your analysis on the performance of those emails. So like I talked about, if you have a lot of people who aren't engaging in your list, it can bring down your open rate, can bring down your click-through rate. It can make you feel like you are writing bad subject lines and your content isn't interesting. When in fact, it could be interesting to your ideal client, but you have all these people on your list who don't need to be there that are dragging the average down. Um, So that's really important. Um, And if you are going to go out and do something like some market research with your list and you have all these people on it who aren't super interested, um, again, that's like people who potentially may never buy from you, but maybe in putting into a survey, that's also not very good. So I do think that Um, having a lot of subscribers on your email list and just because you have 50,000 emails, that's not impressive to me. Like, what percentage of those subscribers are actively engaging with your email newsletter? That's what I want to know. And I think the bigger is better mentality with email lists gets started because, like, investors will sometimes, um, value that in a way, like they'll, think like, oh, if they have 50,000 email subscribers and one email subscriber is worth like $1 or they make up some metric um, when selling a business, then that becomes a metric. But honestly, like I looked at buying a business a while ago um, that I was going to merge into my business and they had a... Mm -hmm. decent email list, but they hadn't been talking to them for a really long time. So I questioned like of that percentage, what are actually actively engaged and interested? And then what are the odds that these people are going to want to come over to my email list? And when you get down to it, you're know, you not paying a dollar a subscriber, you're paying like $10 a subscriber. And are they really worth that? Maybe, maybe not. And maybe some of them are already on your list. So bigger is not better. That is the Dirty little secret about email marketing. Anytime people, I do think it's continuously important to build your list, but you also have to cull your list and clean it now and then because you want people who are engaged. You want people who love your content and love what you do and who are excited to open your emails. Nothing is worse to a marketer than someone deleting their email without even opening it. I mean, some of that for sure can be through email overwhelm. Potentially you're sending too many emails, but if you're sending one email a week, or less than that, like once every two weeks and people aren't opening it, there's something wrong. Um, There's something wrong with potentially your content, but I would look first at your list. Like, is there something wrong with your list? Do you need to take people off of there? It's very common in the beginning of a business to add a bunch of people to your list that maybe don't want to be there or maybe aren't your ideal customers. I mean, I've done this in my business. I remember I added a bunch of friends and family and then at one point I told them they could unsubscribe um, and many of them stayed on, but like, maybe they're not your ideal customer. So you want to think about who your ideal customer is and how to get more of those people on your list versus just people in general. I've done contests with other brands and collaborated where they've sent me lists of like 10,000 people. Now that sounds super exciting, but number one, in Canada, you have to get people to opt in, double opt in. So I'm going to have to email those people to get them to opt in firstly. So I'm going to have to put them into my email software and that potentially may charge me money because it will probably increase my list so much. Then I have to ask them to opt in, which is a big thing. And they may flag it as spam because they forget or they didn't realize they were opting into email subscribers um, through that contest, which often happens. This is very, very common. Um, and yeah. So then you're left with like maybe again, like a couple thousand people who may be like somewhat quality to add to your list. So it's not as great as it seems. And the percentage of those people in that 2000 quality emails that are like, Wanting to be there and wanting to be on an email list. What percentage of those are likely your ideal customer? It's probably pretty small. So again, bigger is not better. If you have not gotten this message, bigger is not better when it comes to email lists. It is not. It is not. Focus on quality over quantity. Focus on less is more and do not be afraid or feel ashamed to have a small list. I think it is a beautiful thing. I am in the process of taking in circles list down. Um, personally, and yeah, I just did that 40% reduction on Brave and Boss. It was super, super scary for all those reasons I mentioned because you think about your business and the valuation. But the reality is if they're not opening your emails, they're not engaging and they're not buying from you, why are they there? So think about that and make some notes and think about what action you can take in the next week to work on your email list. Can you look at it and see who hasn't opened an email since 2015? They definitely shouldn't be on your list. Can you unsubscribe them? Can you delete them from your email software? So take some action after this episode. And when you've done that, head on over to at brave and boss on Instagram and share with me your list. You can DM me. I'd love to hear what action you've taken on your email list because less is more when it comes to email subscribers. You want good ones, really, really good followers and fans who love your brand and love what you do. Thanks for listening to this episode all about the never before told secret about email lists. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, please subscribe, rate, and review. It helps me get in front of more entrepreneurs like you. And yeah. Join me on Instagram. I'd love to meet you at Brave and Boss on Instagram or at Christy Sumer. Thanks and have a wonderful day.